Hello, and welcome to a powerful episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, Christy Slade for her second appearance. We had Christy on the show way back on the second episode, May 2022. And uh, she's been doing some cool stuff in the industry, and I wanted to do a follow-up. We discuss her promotion as the new Canadian rep for UPAT, International Union of Painters and Allied Trades. We discuss how all this came to be and that time when she maybe found somebody in a bathroom. Yeah. Have you found anybody sleeping in a closet yet? No, I found some guy hiding in a bathroom. Doing what? I don't know. He was just like <laughs> sitting there in the bathroom in a shower. I think he was maybe taking a break. I think it was maybe sure. around break time. And yeah. it was just like kind of caught me off guard because I went to see if anybody's in there and I seen him sitting in there and I'm like, yeah. hi, how are you? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm just sitting here. And I was like, I think he was just taking a break. If you don't know Christy, she's awesome. And She's a huge proponent for humanity and the drywall trade. Shout out to Columbia Tools for sponsoring the drywall podcast throughout the entire month of June. Columbia Tools is a family-owned and operated business that's been rocking the drywall finishing scene for over four decades. Manufactures commercial grade tools right in Canada using cutting edge machinery and all North American materials. I had the distinct pleasure of getting to interview Aaron and Elliot in episodes 23 and 26, a two part series on the Drywall Podcast and I get to have the even more distinct privilege of interviewing Bernie, their dad who founded Columbia Tools live this month from Vancouver, BC. Stay tuned with special announcements from our Instagram page, the Drywall Podcast Instagram page, where I'll be going live with Bernie from his home up in Canada next week maybe Friday or Saturday. We're also hosting our second Canadian training for Fresco Harmony at the Columbia headquarters on Thursday, beginning at 9 a.m. If you're signed up, fantastic. If not, you can email me at info at Fresco Harmony to RSVP and to find out more information. But for now, Christy Slade on the 54th episode of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. This is so much better than last time. I booked it home, like, just because to find a cafe last time I was sitting in front of this cafe. Yeah. No. It's crazy. Can you turn? Are are you in your phone? Yeah, I, I. There we go. Yeah, that's a little better. Okay. Am I just be looking? Oh. I'm used to looking at guys. Like the girls are so much more attractive than the guys. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> attractive men out there. Look, you got coffee too. Cheers. 
I needed it. I like honestly had enough time just to run in, make a coffee and set up. Perfect. Christy Slade, part two. Last time we interviewed, do you remember the number show? It was, two? The, it was early. One? Was it the second one? It was like one? right after Pops. Was it after Pops? Yeah, I think so. I think it was the second one. Second one in my house, no less. Yeah, yeah. And it was good. You were on the job site and... um you were on the job site and you were showing me a box, a North star box that had your name on it. Are you still using that box? I'm off the tools. <laughs> that was a trick question. Uh, I, you know what? I brought it out to um, a few shows and I've shown some members because I love it. Yeah. Um, but how much would you sell it for? No, it's uh, nobody's buying that. It's mine. I'm keeping it. Ten thousand dollars. No. No. Good for you. Good for you. I don't you. care about the money. Everybody knows that. Yeah. And so I wanted to let's do a little bit of history. I reached out to Christy Slade because she's awesome, and you had done an interview with our friend, uh, the Flat Butts Podcast, way back a year ago. He ran a couple of shows. And um, you were the one that was like, oh, you got to meet this Gagne fellow and um, do an interview with him. And I was like, or he's doing a podcast. You guys should talk. And then I ended up doing an interview with him. It was great. And this was like a year ago. Can you believe that? And you were you were running the tools, you were on the job, and you were all bubbly and fun, just like you are on social media. And uh, then shortly after that, I just kept doing these podcasts and kept doing them. And I ended up meeting Aaron, and Aaron was like, you should go to the Black Friday event in Toronto at CSR. And I was like, heck yeah, that would be awesome. And then that's where I finally met Christy. And we, I sort of coined the first episode simply Slade because you, you are, a, uh, you like to bake and cook and you're posting pictures about cooking and baking a lot. And, um, you made everybody these giant, amazing cookies. <laughs> um, I, I sliced the cookie. I ended up slicing my cookie right away with a six inch knife and we I all remember. ate the cookies and that dude, that just, that. That drove it home for me. Uh, I was forever a fan of Christy Slade after that. But moving even farther into the future, Christy has gotten some new opportunities out of the drywall industry. And that's what I wanted to have you on today to discuss was some of this new, cool, awesome stuff that you're doing, not only in the industry, but also for people. District Council 46. That's your business card. Okay, so it's official. You're working for, basically for the union. Let's get into it. What, how in the world did they, you were sort of a spokesman. How did all this come to be? I mean, you were working in the union. Um, take me through the timeline. 
Um, so I think it started like a, a few years ago when I started putting myself out there on social media, um, which everybody on social media encouraged me to. I'm so thankful for that. And yeah. um, I started getting involved in like a lot of women in trade stuff. And then um, Madison Hall, she's a rep out in the States. Wait, she let's back up a little bit. What does that mean? You started to get involved in women in the trade stuff like what? Um, like with the Ontario Building Construction Tradeswoman, they're on social media. They do a lot, like uh, free training for tradeswomen, all kinds of different tickets. Um, so yeah, I got involved with them. I just started doing all kinds of stuff and was promoting the union. And I think people started to notice how passionate I was about my union. But and, also um, women, women in the trades too. Yeah. Yeah. Why? So, why? Why are you so passionate about women in the trades? What gives? Um, because I'm a woman in the trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And why do you think that's important, though? I think it's important because I think that it's as much as, you know, growing up, it was always like living in a man's world. But women, we can do the job, too, just as good, if not better. And um, we can all work together and make this amazing team. It doesn't have to be just men. It could be anybody. Yeah. And to quote James Brown, this is a man's world, but it would be nothing without a woman. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I think we both met, you know, I think everybody makes up this beautiful world yeah. that we live in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, like I said, I, I really started to get involved and put myself out there and then um, the international committee, and that is all the women reps. And I don't even think all of them are reps. They wear so many different hats. Like so many of them are business managers, like so many different positions, to be honest with you. I don't even know all their positions, but they're a group of amazing women that really inspire me. Um, so yeah. they reached out to me and asked if I wanted to be the rep for Canada for UPAT, my union. What does UPAT and stand for? international union of painters and allied trades okay so yeah they reached out to me and asked me if i wanted to be the rep for canada because they had no representative wait whoa 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 canada not just like not just like the province not just the province the entire the entire nation of canada yeah that's a big deal right yes it, it is a big deal and um uh i take it like I was so grateful to get that position and get to meet all those amazing women that inspire me. So I've been on that international committee for a few years now. I'm representing okay. Canada. Okay. Yeah. You've been on the committee, but now you've been asked to become the spokesperson? So yeah, like, so I was a representative for Canada on the international okay. committee. So okay. all the women out in the States, they represent a different area. I represent Canada. Okay. So we have meetings once a month and they all have their own women's committees where they are, but I need to start ours here, which I haven't started yet. Um, so I got into that. I kept doing more things and putting myself out there. And then my dad was um, a strong, proud union iron worker. And he did a lot in his community and helped a lot of people. So 
to me, a union was always somebody that like helped the community around them. So I started looking into who is doing like charity work within my union, who's helping the community. And I got introduced to Ivan Dons. He's our political director. Also the other rep of downtown Toronto with me. And I got in contact with him and we started doing all this charity work together, painting houses. We cooked at that shelter in Oshawa, doing all kinds of things. And so I think, and I spoke at our union council meeting in front of all the reps. And then when I think it came down to a position opening up, they kept saying, we really need more women on this team as we only have one woman rep and she's in Windsor, Natalie. And so I'm the second woman rep in Ontario. Okay. Was there, so this wasn't a position that you were taking over for somebody else. This is more about the growth of women, not only in the industry, but in the union uh, representative aspect of the union. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted more women reps. All right. All right, cool. And I mean, just they want to bolster the idea that women are every bit as capable and can come into the trades and do these jobs that men have been doing and have been predominantly men. But like you're out there sort of in the weeds um, collecting up these young girls. I see pictures of you like, like, you know, going to like high schools and talking to the girls about maybe becoming tradeswomen. I don't know. How does that, how does that work? You get these like gigs or it's like career day or something. So um, the union, like, we are made aware of all these events and then we just like, they will kind of send out a few reps over here to this one job fair, send a few to this trade show, any woman in trade stuff they send me to. Um, so they're, they, the union organizes all that. I just go and promote and tell them what it's like to be in the trades and what great opportunities we have to offer. Yeah. And, and what's your, what's your response? Like are you getting like 50%, 30 percent i would say 80 to 90 percent why why do you think that is that's a high number for girls that are interested in coming into the trade maybe as like an apprentice correct um yeah coming in as an apprentice i think that um i just show it off well like i think i once i get the tools out like the one college i had them all running the tools and i just think like you know kind of understand where they're coming from you know what well we deal with so many different ages but some of these young women like I I can relate like I know what it's like to be at that age going what am I going to do where am I going to go and yeah that's okay not knowing what you want to do yet but I just tell them about the great opportunities that are out there including with my union and they get excited about it and they see everything like wow okay maybe there's so many different career opportunities that I never even considered. Right. Yeah. But isn't the trades like for stupid people? Shouldn't these girls be going to college and getting an education? Do you know, if you do an apprenticeship through my (laughs) union, you're coming out with money in your pocket and zero student debt. (laughs) Yeah. No shit. (laughs) That was kind of a rhetorical question for all of, uh, for all the college bound kids out there. Even my niece, um, Graduated from University of Washington, bless her heart, uh, social, uh, social, uh, political science type major. Um, she's working as a bartender. 
she was asking me about the electrical trade and stuff and um even a little bit about like drywall and things like that and i was like yeah i mean you know it's a really good route to go uh you know th this type of conversation i think that's getting louder the the college route is doesn't have as much um clout as it used to you know, these kids are graduating from college and there's like, you know, there's no jobs or they're not making a lot of money. And you're right. They have a ton of debt. Whereas a 50% apprentice coming into the trades, you can make a decent wage, have benefits. Um, I that's, and as you know, that's the route I went like, yeah. uh, for a year yeah. and a half, you know, I think, for me, my introduction into drywall at, through the apprenticeship was fantastic. People can say what they want about the union, but I was making good money. I had benefits. I was getting a dollar an hour vacation pay. Like, you know, yeah. this, this was 20 years ago. And I was working around these salty union dudes that were really good doing proper smooth finish that like, I haven't seen, I haven't seen finish work that good since the union. And this was in uh, Portland, Oregon at the time. Yeah, I see. I actually, because I'm going through job sites every day. That's part of my job is like I'm a field rep. So I'm driving around downtown Toronto or parking and finding high rises, low rises, houses, going through and seeing all the members. And honestly, they're doing really quality work. Like, yeah, it, it just, yeah, I've met. That so was many my experience. Finishers. Yeah. Yeah. Really good finishers like that know their stuff. Um, now what's the employment rate for, uh, union guys right now? I know that when I was in, there were like a certain amount of layoffs. That's probably not the case nowadays. They're like looking for people, right? Always, always. There's tons of work. Yeah. Okay. Tons and of work. And so a typical day for Christy looks like what you like get a you get an email from like someone and they're like hey Christy we need you to go to all these places we got union we got union uh people doing work on these high rises we need you to go to xyz and then report back what what does it look like um i'm pretty much in charge of myself and my okay. day okay so monday mornings we all go to the office um talk maybe have a meeting and then, yeah, like I said, we only go to the uh, office once, once a okay. week, Monday mornings. And then the rest of the week, I'm on my own. So you pretty much just got to be self-driven in this position. And I usually start work from like six in the morning and work till two, do 40 plus hours a week. And I just, like I said, I drive around downtown Toronto, finding all the job sites and going in them and starting from the top and working my way down finding out who the general contractor is, the okay. drywall company, the painting company, and the glazing company. And what's the, the glazing, what's the glazing company? Sorry. The glass installers. Okay. They're in our union too. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And okay. the fire sprayers and the asbestos removers. And if you find anybody that's non-union, do you grab them by the scruff of their neck and kick them out of the building? No, but we got to, <laughs> so like, I got to go through and check that the union companies have union workers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you catch any flack as being like a, 
you know, oh, she's, you know, watch out. The union reps here. She's going to tell on us for like using these illegal guys. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you kind of see once in a while, you might see people kind of dodge you a little bit. And uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. For the most part, everything's workable. And, you know, okay. you just, yeah. Have you found anybody sleeping in a closet yet? No, I found some guy hiding in a bathroom. Doing what? I don't know. He was just like <laughs> sitting there in the bathroom in a shower. I think he was maybe taking a break. I think it was maybe sure. around break time. And yeah. it was just like kind of caught me off guard because I went to see if anybody was in there and I seen him sitting in there and I'm like, yeah. hi, how are you? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm just sitting here. And I was like, I think he was just taking a break. Yeah. I say yeah. that be I say that because one time I was in the union and I partied really hard the night before. Like I ha I think I had a soccer game and then we went out to the bar afterwards and I probably partied. I was much younger. I probably partied until like 3 a.m. some crazy thing. Went home. And you know, the union, like they're they're like at the job at seven, you know, you get there a half hour early, maybe six 30 and they're like ready to roll. And, uh, you know, I was always like under the impression that my dad was always like, you know, if it's your fault, if you're out partying, you get your ass to work the next day, no matter what. And I did, but I remember like, I was so tired <laughs> like, I was, like, all day. I was like finding places to like sleep. <laughs> And, you know, it didn't happen all the time, but it happened. And it's like the worst sleep because you just feel guilty the whole time and you're like trying to like sleep and you should be working, you know, of course. <laughs> yeah, I can never party the day before work because I know the feeling of being hungover standing sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks to do drywall hungover. Um, For sure. Neat. Okay, so you're checking on these union clubs. You have a certain amount of things that you're doing throughout the day. Um, are you in salary for all this? Um, yeah, 40 hours a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you get an hourly rate or do you get yeah, salary? I get the journeyman rate. The you get same journeyman as, rate. Like, the journey okay. Yeah. I get the journeyman rate. Okay. How, yeah. how should, maybe you should be making, well, I guess you don't have to, you don't have to do the heavy lifting of the tools anymore, but you loved running the tools. Don't you miss that a little bit? I do. And the odd time I picked up some of the members tools and I'm like, Oh, I get to see what they're all using. Right. Um, yeah. So lately, especially this last week, like I really wanted to go to that one CSR event and I couldn't because they needed me. And, um, so yeah, sometimes I feel yeah, like, but you should have been at that CSR event, um, like pumping the union. Right. I know. And I wanted to, but, um, the other rep had to take care of some stuff and I was the only rep in downtown Toronto and the members come first. So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. It seemed like I hated missing that event. It seemed like a fantastic event. Uh, we got to meet a second time. I went to Toronto by the skin of my teeth uh, through a winter storm uh, at the new location. Soft yeah, opening. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was nice. Really no, nice. is it pronounced Bari or Barry? Barry. Barry. When you were saying Bari, and I'm like, I don't remember going to a bar. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Barry. I don't know why I was calling it Bari. Uh, well, whatever. But that's a fantastic shop. Little shout out to CSR. Congratulations is. on the new shop. Those yeah. guys have everything, man. And that new shop is more front end, what they call front end oriented. It's... uh. 
it's like like the tools like it's all it's focused on everything drywall tools that you could conceive all of the trim text corner beads um everything cool about drywall man it is there at that very store uh csr check it out it's i mean i was really blown away um and it looked yeah. like they had a fantastic turnout there so did. i really like them because i feel like they don't just treat you like like uh, somebody coming in to buy a product, they treat you like family, like, and they try to include the whole community and like do really cool, fun videos. And they just like, they really support the whole community. And I really love that about them. And they listen to people about like what they're into, the tools they're into. And like, they provide you with like a good stock of good products, like good tools. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're passionate in other words, much like you um, yeah. about, about the union, about what you're up to. Um, do you ever grab the tools off of the guys and be like, let me show this guy up? Or do you ever get like people like, who's this girl coming in here trying to tell me what to do? Um, so I technically can't tell them how to do their job, nor would okay. I. I mean, if they ask for advice, right. I totally give it. Um, but a lot of the times, actually, what I get is people think I'm ministry when I come on the job site. Ministry? So they think I'm ministry one job site, which I always check. What does that even mean? It. Ministry? Like you're so like, like, you're like in a religious. That, no, the ministry that comes around and like, will give you fines if you're like not working safely or all that stuff. All that. Jazz. Oh, ministry. So, I haven't heard that terminology. Okay. Maybe it's not like that out in the States, but here in Canada, we have like ministry for like the kitchens and then like there's ministry standard. And then there's somebody that comes out that you rarely see, but I don't know. So I was on this one job site, checked in the site office. Then I came downstairs and I talked to a few members and then I was outside and everybody was like, apparently freaking out, thought the ministry was there and they thought I was the ministry, but I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. It was kind of funny. Yeah. That is, that is kind of funny. Uh, safety yeah. inspection. I think now is it, it's like not called safety inspector there. Um, well, you, they have safety inspectors for different trades. Like, I think the electricians have like their own safe, okay. like safety inspector. Um, but like the ministry, I think is like for everybody, right. For every trade, like they come in and make sure like everything's safe, but you rarely see them. I've seen them on one job site and a bunch of, a uh, different company was on the site that I was on and all the scissor lifts shut down and all the guys took off because nobody had their tickets, but us. <laughs> What does that mean having your ticket? So like you have to be like certified to drive a scissor lift, like your elevated platform, you're working at heights, okay. like you have to have all those to work. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. be like, and have like uh, your harness and be like locked off and all that stuff in the yeah. union. These guys, you could tell they had none of that because as soon as the ministry showed up, they all shut down and left the building. That's funny. They just bail. Yeah. Bye. Yeah interesting um very cool very cool so i'm not talking about like showing these guys how to but do you ever like ask the guys hey man let me run a couple of bands just because you want it um, just because you miss running the tools i don't think i'm necessarily allowed to do that um, okay. because i'm more there for another reason but i did pick up the tools one time and cut one corner bead god nice. forbid i would get in trouble but it was fun i couldn't help myself and it was like this new really <laughs> new apprentice guy and i kept seeing him code it and like 
he just, I went over there and I showed him and I'm like, hey, can I show you something? And he gave me his tools and I showed him and he looked at me. He didn't speak English, but he looked at me like I just gave him gold or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's very cool. I mean, cool. I have talked with um, uh, some of the members about the tools and I check out what they're using. And CSR actually is is involved within my union and they offer like a 10% off discount. I think a one time only to all union members. And they do a lot, like they, they do a lot within my union, CSR does. Uh, what else? I mean, 10% discount is so a good they start. Donate, like I see a lot of like our different like tournaments and different things. I see CSR on the sheet, like they've been donating and helping out and they, they pitch in a bit within the union. Super really cool. Nice. Super yeah, cool. Super cool. I love that. Super yeah. cool. Um, and where do we see... Christy, where are you going from here? Um, you, you know, you're enjoying it, right? You're really liking this. Yeah, and you said you did other things, uh, like helping out with the homeless community. Like, is that within or outside of the confines of the union? So yeah, I cooked at the shelter for Christmas in Oshawa. Uh, me and Ivan and Aubrey. Um, so we did that five days of prep, pretty much, and the dinner. Um, but now, now I still do all kinds of stuff. Like today I had a meeting with, um, I had a meeting with, it was, um, youth outreach, uh, transition program. And so it's like for the central Toronto youth services, I had a meeting with them today to talk about how to get some of these like troubled youth, like, um, careers. And okay. yeah, so we still like, we work with so many different people in the community and um, yeah, try to offer up the opportunity of the union to everybody. And there's probably some crossover into drug use. They're probably in the system, like all that stuff. Yeah. And they're trying to get, they're are. trying to get out. They're trying to get out. Yeah. And what this program that I was just at, they help kids transition into from the kind of trouble they were getting into to be yep. an adult and getting a career and having all those good things in life. What was your response from that crew um, going over there and talking with those guys? Uh, they were all just so excited because, um, you know, I, when I was really young, you know, I, I grew up East End Hamilton. I was kind of a troubled kid. You know, I didn't really go to school. I was causing I don't believe Christy. I don't believe that. Yes, and I was. And uh, but you are a drywaller, so you probably were troubled. Yeah, <laughs> but, like I know what it's like to be there and to struggle in school and think, you know what? I don't. What am I going to be? What am I going to do? And then from becoming a drywall finisher to becoming in the union, the union gave me everything I was looking for, and um, you know, like I, I struggled in school growing up and. And like I said, I was that troubled kid. So, and I worked at a detention center. I worked at the Good Shepherd. Like I worked and I still sponsor homeless kids in Hamilton. So I know what it's like to be that kid, you know? Yeah. And think maybe I can't make something of myself because I was a little troubled or because I didn't do well in school. Well, you know what? Our union is a lot of hands-on learning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an advocate. I'm like, you don't have to know nothing. You can go into the union, you know, go get your card and you know, jump through a couple of hoops. Um, do they do drug testing? Um, I'm sure they do in some instances, but- Probably I, random. 
I don't know. I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it happen. I, I'm I got, sure if somebody got hurt, <laughs> then they might do a drug test if they thought they were under the influence. I got drug tested uh, in the union once. I would always try to like, because I smoked weed. So I would always try to like, you know, do all of these, like get other people's pee or like try to drink a bunch of water. This one time I, though, I got tested and it was like, there was nothing I could do about it. Like there was no like... It just, I tried everything, but I couldn't like get around it. And uh, I, I, but they didn't kick me out. I was still allowed to work. I just had to go to this like ridiculous drug class for like a certain period of time. <laughs> and then, yeah. they would, then they would allow me back in. All the journeymen were making fun of me. They thought that was so funny. That is kind of funny. Um, like I said, I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. But I think, I think if they thought you were under the influence and an accident happened on the job site, I think you would be getting tested. Nah, they were doing randoms. We and you have to understand, weed was a much bigger deal twenty years ago than it is now. Um, you know, even in the United States, I'm not sure how they're going about that in the union now. But uh, you know, um, kind kind of funny, kind of funny. It was. I mean, I remember there was much more rules and regulations when I worked in the union versus non-union. I mean, we, I worked on uh, Intel and we had a, you know, we had to stretch. We had to do like the stretches before. I think I remember you telling me that. That's good. <laughs> that's, yeah. you know, that's a great thing. Like, honestly, I heard it is. one company I was in that they actually did that every morning. Not when I was yeah. there, but I heard they did it before, which I think is great. We should all be stretching and taking care of ourselves. Yeah, they had they the well safety was a big deal because of the insurance. It was monetary. So if they got, you know, if somebody got an injury, you know, the the um, you know, your insurance goes up. There's all kinds of issues with uh construction workers getting, you know, hurt on the job. So they try to thwart that as much as possible. Part of that is like stretching you know, being hyper aware of your surroundings, what it did do for me was made me really accountable in my surroundings and being like, oh yeah, no, I'm not wearing a hard hat because I have to. I'm wearing it because I'm working around shit falling from like 50 feet that'll like stick in my brain if I don't have my hard hat on. Like that's just smart, you know, protect your noggin, you know, wear green. So you said- Take your hat off is when totally. you're going to Totally. I, know I did it once. I was working on all these pipes and I, yeah. I couldn't fit my heart out through there. So I took it off. Sure enough, whacked my head. Bang. And I'm like, yeah. but sometimes it's really hard to fit up in certain areas. <laughs> and like, yeah. Yeah. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. And stay harnessed off. That was a tough one for me. Sometimes you got to weasel up into like some pipes or something and you got to undo the harness or something. That's a big no no. I think I what managed to get everything done with my harness on. Luckily, yeah. like I yeah. have like putting knives on poles and like different ways of doing things that I can make it <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. What is the height? What, how high do you have to be before you have uh handrails and a harness go? Well, when I think above eight feet, uh, eight or nine feet. Is it that high? I thought it was, I thought it was shallower, like four feet or some weird. No, I think it's above, could be six, but I think it's eight. Eight. I think it's yeah. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. I you can turn. Like, yeah. You can turn your ankle at eight feet. That's for sure. 
I can't say for sure, hundred percent, but I think it's eight feet. I think we'll get those numbers. <laughs> we have to crack open the union, uh, the safety guide, safety guide book. Right? That's funny. Might be updated by now. So neat, and you're you though. I mean, you seem like you're just like made for this position. So, like you know, congratulations. You seem like a kid in a candy store. Very happy. Very like, uh, what a great position for you to go and just talk with people and illuminate the concept of coming into the union as an option for, uh, you know, for, for employment. Yeah. Um, I get to and, help people now, like full yeah. time. And that's what I love doing is helping people. And yeah. there's so much to this position so much that you know nobody even realizes like how much union reps do i didn't even realize until i took this position but there's so many that we have to go to events after hours um so many events during the day plus still take members and my phone rings 24 hours a day and i still answer it yeah of course you do or you call yeah. them back or you call them back i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. So like we're busy like around the clock well, and they need forthright people like you that are, uh, you know, really champions for the union and what you're up to. It's so cool. It's so cool, yeah. man. And you're still, it. and you bring everybody cookies every single day. No, but I thought about maybe like Christmas or something like that. <laughs> like, you know, I am, you know what I actually thought about doing? I'm waiting on our summer t-shirts to come out and I was going to bring freezies or like popsicles or ice creams to like all the members. I don't know, just for something extra. Absolutely. Why not? I, I would even bring that up. That should be union sponsored where they're like buying you a, a gaggle of uh, a whole, you know, a couple coolers full full of uh, popsicles or whatever. You can take them around to the union guys. Hey, man, like that would be a cool thing to do. Like whenever you see Christy Slade come on the job, um, it's break time. It's automatic break time. And we Which get to have a popsicle. They they wouldn't want that being said because like the hourly guys, I can't really like I don't want to take them away from their work. They're getting paid hourly. The piece workers, you know, it's up to them. But my like my business manager in the union said, you work for the workers, be there for them. I don't care how much time you spend on each member, whoever needs help, like really be there for them, you know. And so that's what I do. And then, yeah, there's like some extra things that I want to do just because they're working so hard, you know, like. Yeah. So hard. Sometimes yeah, it's a especially bitch. when it's a really hot day, like the one gentleman, he was just sweating like crazy. I know what it's like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how what other ways do you support these guys that are out there in the field working and gals? Um, so what other ways? Uh, you know, like I'm just there for them. If they ask me about the tools, if they need some extra advice, um, they ask me for all kinds of different advice, you know. The guys still even ask me for girl advice. Um, and then the woman, you know, sometimes they'll come at me with like, oh, you know, um, I'm dealing with this issue. What do you think? How should I go about it? You know, um, just so many things. What do you mean and the guys like, ask you for girl advice? They do. I don't know. What do like, you mean? Have, what do you, like, like they're having troubles with their marriage or something? They're asking Chrissy for advice? Just some members, like one gentleman. I don't think I'm allowed to like speak about the members business. You know, um, that's between me and them. But they sure. do kind of just ask me for like advice about women or like, you know, maybe they have a girlfriend at home where they're paying for everything and they're just like, you know, you're working, hardworking woman. How do I get yeah. my girlfriend working? And yeah, you know, we're different. we all have different situations, you know. 
Um, but okay, so like, you heard it here on the Drywall Podcast. If your wife or girlfriend is a lazy ass, we'll, we're going to put Christy's number. You can give Chris, you can give your wife Christy's number. She can call you. She can call you and encourage you to go get off your ass and go get a get a career. But that's like what a member said to me recently. But at the same time, there's like. You know, if you have kids and stuff like that, being a parent is a full-time job. Like, that's a lot of work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine because I don't even have kids. So, like, there's so many different situations. It's hard to give people advice all the time because my life's different than theirs, right? Yeah. Everyone's now, do you, wait, do you want kids one day? Uh, you know what? I love kids, but um, I was never the one where I'm like, I'm going to have kids. I'm not going to have yeah. kids. It's not my okay. card. All right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Careful, with, careful with that. For sure. Uh, I'm very career. I've always been like so invested in my career, not saying like I'm dating. Uh, I actually have an amazing boyfriend. We've been dating for a few months. Yeah. And he has two older kids. Oh, interesting. I've seen yeah. pictures. You seem really happy. I am. You know, there, there's a lot of douchebags out there. It seems like it seems like a good guy. He just shows up. He comes to like events with me. He came. We did a walk for prostate cancer on the weekend. He like got up at four thirty in the morning to come get me early and come help set up. And like he's been there for me. Like he's the best guy I've ever dated. Honestly, I feel so lucky. Nice. And he's an iron worker like my dad. Oh man! And how did you meet this fella? I met him on Facebook dating. Oh, I haven't. I've never done the Facebook dating. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I was just, you know, I kind of like like dating websites because you may meet somebody that you wouldn't run into every day. And we're sure. always doing the same things. You're going to meet the same people. So I think it's kind of good. And look, I, I met him. Honestly, he is like the perfect match for me. Like things have been so good. It's so easy and effortless. And just I just adore this man. He is so awesome. So great to me. That's awesome. Congratulations for that. It's been a couple months. Yeah, you know it'll change and grow and and all that good stuff. Um, Relationships work together, you know. Uh, they're they can be a bitch. They can be a bitch, <laughs> but they can also be like super um, fabulous. You know, they could like change your life. You can be on cloud nine one day and then in the dumps the next. You know, all over the place. Um, but that's awesome. That's awesome. Ride the wave as long as you can. You know, keep that spark going. If you guys support each other, that's that's amazing. If he supports you and what you're up to, that's paramount in my opinion. Yeah. He, yeah. Just honestly, I've never had a man like the way he's just always there for me and I'm there for him too. And just, yeah, he really, he makes time for me. He's even come to visit me today. He plays hockey in Hamilton on Tuesday night. So shut up. He's an athlete too. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, super cool. Well, hopefully I get to meet him at maybe one of the next events that uh, I could get up that way for. Yeah, that'd be and awesome. And you're coming, you're coming to the training at Columbia in Vancouver, BC, right? No, when is that exactly? <laughs> it's like next week. <laughs> I know. I looked at that and actually my sister Sarah out in BC is in a play or like some movie next week. So I was like on the 17th and I'm like, oh, if only I could fly out there to see that. That'd be cool. It's your man Cam and Sean uh, Ramsden. Brawley's dad's going to be there. Um, yeah. And we're going to like hang out at the Columbia facility with Aaron and Elliot and uh, 
play around with the colored mud and just, you know, it's going to be fun. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really good. I want to keep, I want to do these more like in different places. I think it would be really fun. Keep like the trainings nice and fun and light and just yeah. everybody's having a good time. I know I haven't even gotten a chance to like mess around with Fresco Harmony, but um, I'm actually sitting in my newish kind of renovated bedroom and I do have some ideas for a wall that I want to do, but yeah. it's something that maybe you haven't seen before. So I'll talk to you about it off camera. Uh, just like a an area I want to do because there's a certain color I'm interested in. Talk like about pinkish. it on camera. What are you talking like about? Magenta. What do you want to do? Yeah, I want like a, I want to be able to tint the mud like a magenta color. I think I'm saying yeah. it right. Yeah. It's like a purplish pink. And yeah, yeah, and there's some ideas I have for like a focal wall that I want to do in my bedroom. And there's uh, a few Just young a artists I know that I wanted to bring here to mess around with it with me. Look at Cam's red, red wine, dude. It's like, um, I'll show you. <laughs> all I have is my bikini, but. That's all right. Oh dear God, man! You might have to do like a, uh, you might have to do like a, uh, like yeah. a Vene like a Venetian plaster or something. I mean, you could do the base. Get me that color. There's certain reds, and the vibrancy would be really hard to get. This is like intense, intense red, like a like a triple color pack. You know, know, you have to add so much color because you're coloring like three and a half gallons of material. But I do know that Venetian plasters can get richer. It's the reds and the blues. Like cobalt blues are very hard to get as well. But um, uh, we could do a magenta sealer for you or something. I mean, you know, magenta. Yeah, there's like so many cool things you can do with Fresco Harmony. I didn't know. I seen Fozzie's wall that he did at the one event. And he had like gold like lines in it and stuff. It looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. Th those guys are doing all kinds of cool stuff. Now, speaking of thought, maybe who is I'm, I'm thinking of Nathan's drywall where okay. he had you guys have a thing called a cookie day, like smile cookie. What's, oh, at Tim Hortons? What, what's the smile cookie thing all about? Oh, at Tim Hortons, they have smile cookie day. I think it's to support kids at Tim Hortons camp. Okay. What's Tim's Horton, Hortons camp? Tim, you know Tim Hortons, their coffee. You guys probably have like Dunkin' Donuts or something. Yeah, we got right. Dunkin' Donuts. We don't have yeah, Tim so Hortons. Hortons here. So I think Smile Cookie Day, I think that some of the Tim Hortons have it so you can sit down and actually frost your own cookie, the smiley face. But they okay. sell the Smile Cookies and a portion of the proceeds, I think, goes to like, I'm pretty sure it's for to help kids go to camp. Yeah, because he was making fun of Sean, and Sean was making fun of him, and these guys were taking smile cookies all over the place. I think both of them brought smile cookies to CSR in one day. It was ridiculous, like cases oh, really? of these smile cookies. Yeah, and they were. It, it was pretty funny. I was following along, but it was quite humorous. I was like, "Fucking Canadians, man!" With the smile I cookies, don't... you guys are the best. You guys are the. I want. I was like, I want a smile cookie. I don't Nathan Strowell. I don't follow everybody, so I don't see the stuff that you yeah, see. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe it was Foz. He's pretty funny too. Oh my god, yeah. Foz is so great. He's such a yeah. nice person. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters up there. Yeah. Maybe, I like well, all the what, characters. Why are you guys so nice? Why are Canadians so nice? Is there mean can Canadians? Oh, definitely. Yep. 
there is yeah. some mean people yeah i wouldn't even say it's canadian <laughs> i would just say some people just suck yeah 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 and some people yeah. like to try to be in competition with everybody and i'm just not down for that i had an ex-girlfriend let's say i would always say like oh girls always do this or you know they say guys always do this and she would always say no no it's a human condition I say the same thing. It's not men and it's not women. It's people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What does the future hold for Christy Slade? I mean, you're in this position now. Is there areas that you can graduate to from the position that you're in now that you're sort of in a place of uh, prominence? Would you like to raise the ranks in the union and do more important aspects of union work? Um, there is so much about this union that I don't even know yet. Honestly, I'm okay. learning more and more every day. Yeah. Um, I know there's definitely room for movement and I know a lot of people even move up to like everybody, all the reps, even my business manager all started on the tools. So there's room to grow and maybe one day I could even be a business manager. You never know. Of course. Of course you can. Um, yeah. Dang, man. Part two, Christy Slade. Did you think that you would be doing what you're doing now a year ago when I interviewed you? No, but I, you know what? I kind of just always had a feeling um, I, that there was more to what I was doing. I always had a feeling there was a lot more to what I was doing and that, I don't know. And I really like helping people. And now that I get to do it full time, it just honestly, I, I feel so grateful every day. But I had no idea a year ago. I really didn't. But I did have a feeling there was more to this. Yeah. I, I pray. I don't know if anybody knows this, but I do pray and manifestation. And, you know, you put out yeah. good energy in the world. And I feel like good things come to you and good people get put in good good spots, you know. And I feel like maybe the union really liked how passionate I was and seeing how I like helping people. And that yeah. helped me get this position. Of course they did. Um and that sort of goes into part two, uh, Pearl of Wisdom from Christy Slade. Um, what do you got? Be a good person every day, you know? Yeah. Just be a good person, you know? And don't judge people because we're all dealing with different battles that you may have no idea about, you know? That's right. And just be like, you know, the saying, like, help a neighbor, you know? Like if we help everybody struggling around us, we're going to be a stronger community together. So just like be there it. for one another and be kind, yeah. be a kind person and be there for people, you know? For sure. Have you been uh, listening to the drywall podcast? Um, some, the odd time I've listened to it. Yes. But it's usually yeah. like short clips. Cause I think you're on Spotify yeah. and I don't have Spotify which I know I should download. So I always <laughs> watch the clips, like the clips on Instagram. Oh, that. the clips. Yeah, the clips yeah. are good. Um, there, We're on YouTube as well. You can listen to the entire interview on YouTube. Maybe. I, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. But um, thank you and, because now I will. Yeah, and Apple Podcast. I have a Samsung. You have a but, Samsung. Yeah, I have an Android. I don't have an Apple phone. Mm, like I'm an sorry. iPhone. Yeah. I like my phone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Christy Slade. And you are still, uh, you're still baking and cooking. D did you ever flesh out the Simply Slade page? 
focus on cooking. How did that go? So I have construction cookie and that's where I make all those big logo cookies. Like the one I made you. Yes. So simply Slade, I stopped posting on it because I seen another girl named Christy Slade called simply Slade in the States and she does renovations. So I, I don't want to take anybody's name, even though it's in the States legally, I can use it, even though it's not like a registered company or anything. Sure. So I want to stay original construction cookie to this day is still my name. Nobody else has that. And that's okay. for my logo. Cookies. So I just started posting like some of my food stuff on my page since I'm not posting me on the tools anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And what is, so what's your Instagram handle for construction cookie? It's construction cookie. Construction. It's not like construction. And if you, if they look for construction cookie oh, wow. on Instagram, if you type in construction cookie, you're going to find it. I can't remember if it's underscore or I can't remember. But if you okay. type in construction cookie, it's going to come up. Now, what's your focus with construction cookie? Do you want to eventually like sell cookies online to people? Um, or is it just something fun you're sort of doing? It's and just you something get to fun that I want to do for free. You know, like, you know, I have had people like give me a little bit of money for baking and stuff like last minute for ingredients, but it was just kind of something I started to do just to like, you know, give a piece of my heart, share a piece of my heart with everybody else. Yeah. You know, um, I was before thinking about doing more with it, but now I don't know if I'm allowed to have extra businesses on top of my position. I think I'm just like with the union and that's it. So I think everything else I do will just be out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah, but you could have probably, you could make union cookies would be awesome. Oh, I plan on doing that. Um, yeah. I actually, I want to make uh, somebody in my union, like a big UPAT one coming up potentially in September. Nice. I like it. And but, then if you had any, like, if you want to say something to the girls out there thinking about uh, coming into the trade, sort of a part two pearl of wisdom for the, for the women in construction, or if you're thinking about being in construction, what would you tell them? I would tell them, uh, give it a chance. Like, look at me. I've been in 18 years and I've just been growing ever since. And honestly, yeah. like, the amount of people that I met in this trades and in the drywall community is amazing. Like all you guys, like every single one of you have inspired me in some way or pushed me in some way or introduced me to something new. And it's just like the support's really there. And honestly is uncomfortable as it may seem in your head. It's a lot more comfortable when you're on site and, and the first day may be hard, but every day is going to be easier after that. And honestly, I don't feel like I like I know I'm a woman and there's not a ton of women on job sites, but I don't feel out of place. I feel like right at home. Yeah, that's a good point. You got to push through not even the first day, man. It's like first three months, you know, it's like it seems weird because, yes, and some days are better than others. Then you get to know the crew and you're more knowledgeable about what you're doing each day. But you have to get through that uncomfortable uh, starting point of construction, and it is hard, um, it's but it's it's rewarding. Walking on a job site with a couple hundred men, I know because I suffered with anxiety when I was younger, and I used to have to do that, and I was like so nervous. And honestly, like it's not even a big biggest deal is that you make it out in your head. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. We can do it too. I'm starting to see women on every job site now, and not Beautiful. just one, like a few or more. Yep. And like I said, I feel so comfortable. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Time to fire up that women's committee in your area, right? Yes, definitely. In all that's of Ontario. Your next, 
that's your next step, correct? You that want to put together a, step, a, yes. a little committee. Yeah. Excellent. Christy Slade, simply Christy Slade doing amazing things in the union um, and beyond. Uh, thank you for being on the drywall podcast today. Uh, you will probably get a swag bucket from CSR. I'm not sure how often those go out, but they're full of all kinds of cool stuff like tech dry tools and uh, Fresco Harmony color packs and shirts nice. and things yeah, like that. I want that. a Fresco Harmony color pack. Because I want to get to my three way. young art. I have a ton of three ways. I, I give them out um, oh, on okay. site. Yeah. yeah. But I have like some uh, young um, like artist students that I want to get in here and start doing some cool stuff with them at my place. Well, that's a good segue into mud too, playing around with the color, man. You might wrangle some people that way. Like, like check this out, do this artistic wall. It's just mud. This is what we mess with all day long. You know, it's so fun though. Yeah, it's fun for sure. Christy Slade, man. Thank you for uh, doing a part two with me. Maybe we'll catch up with you a year from now and see what you're up to then. How cool would that be? Um, episode whatever. I think <laughs> I think you're 54. I think 54. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you, you are inspiring me with all your awesome stuff, man. Keep posting pictures. Uh, Christy Slade uh, is also your handle on Instagram and Facebook, correct? Yeah. So if you want to go check out Christy's stuff and... And if you have any questions, reach out to me. Okay. And Messenger, is that a good way? They can message you on Insta? Any way to get a hold of me, message me. You have any questions about the trade? You want to know more about it? Message me anytime. Cool. Cool. She's an open book. Thank you so much. And we will keep in touch and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Christy for being with us on the Drywall Podcast today. I'm super appreciative and I look forward to seeing you in Canada real soon. Shout out to Columbia Tools for sponsoring the month of June. Here's the deal, folks. They don't just talk the talk. They don't just walk the walk. At Columbia, customer satisfaction is their battle cry. Their top priority is giving you a grade A experience from start to finish. Got a question? Got a concern? They're ready to take those concerns head on, whether that be by email or phone or even through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, doesn't matter. And be sure to check out all of those channels, including YouTube. Their maintenance videos are the secret sauce and those kick-ass videos will keep your tools in prime condition. So if you're ready to step up your drywall finishing game and unleash the fury that is Columbia Tools, join the family. Visit the website columbiatools.com, Instagram page, Facebook pages, and check it out. You can listen to a new episode of the Drywall Podcast every Friday on your favorite platforms such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also YouTube. Members of the Drywall Podcast will receive a sweet swag bucket from CSR. Special thanks to CSR for providing those 
You can find lots of really amazing drywall tools at csrbuilding.com. Also shout out to CSR for their new Barry store that just opened. Super proud of you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Drywall Podcast today. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. And remember, keep drywalling.